Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome along to Money FM 89.3 with me, Ziaul Raushan. Thank you for your company. It's time for Money and Me, and we're going to be talking about digital banking on this segment. To join me to discuss all things digital banking, we have Dan Ko, producer of Your Money. Dan, it's good to have you on board. Good morning, Raushan. Good to be on the show with you as well. Fantastic. We're going to be talking about digital banking and Trust Bank in particular. Now, Trust Bank is set to raise interest rates on its savings account in a bit to lure more customers. Now, for those of you wondering, Trust Bank is a digital bank that was launched in September this year by Standard Chartered Bank and FairPrice Group. Yes, starting from November 1st, Trust Bank savings account holders will earn a base interest of 1.5% per annum on deposits of up to $75,000. Additionally, union members can earn a bonus interest of 1%, while non-union members can earn a bonus interest of 0.5%. The bonus rate applies only when users make five eligible card transactions. Now, above and beyond that, the digital bank will also be setting up a physical outlet to help hesitant customers make the move to digital banking. Joining us to tell us more about this is not one, but two members of the Trust Bank team. Nick Woodruff, Chief of Staff at Trust Bank, and Gloria Wong, Head of Growth at Trust Bank. Thank you for joining us on Money FM. Nick and Gloria, how are you doing? We're doing really great. good, thanks. Fantastic. It's great to have the both of you on with us. Now, there's plenty to discuss, so I'm going to get in straight away. We'll come with the first question to Gloria. Starting November 1st, Trust Bank is set to increase its savings account interest rate to 1.5% per annum, up previously from 1%. Why so? First of all, thank you very much for inviting us to the show. Before we go into details, maybe it's good to give you a bit of contact on Trust. As a digital bank, we have no expensive legacy technology to maintain or large physical branch network to support. So this allows us to pass on more benefits to our customers. And you can see this from our no-fee proposition, attractive deposit rates and no minimum balance requirements. These are not just financial benefits. These are also um, to help inclusivity. For example, where customers are not consistently able to maintain a minimum savings account balance, we do not charge a fall below fee at all. So talking about passing more benefits to our customers. We are super happy to announce that we have just increased our base interest rate to 1.5%. And as Dan mentioned, bonus interest of 1% for union members and 0.5% for non-union members. This means that our customers can now earn up to 2.5% in interest on their deposit balances of up to $75,000. These benefits come at a time when consumers are facing increasing pressure on their everyday costs due to rising global inflation. So we do hope that every bit of what we can do can help our consumers in some way or another. Okay, that's good to know. Now, despite this raise in interest rates, right, Trust's headline rates are still considered lower than the others. So how then does it stand out from against the backdrop of higher headlines rates that other banks offer in the market? It's certainly a very competitive market, but we think the, the simplicity of our offering will really stand out to our customers. So for starters, we've got a market-leading base rate of 1.5%. So customers get that without doing anything. Right. On top of that, uh, earning the bonus rate that Gloria mentioned is really, really simple. So all you have mm. to do is make five eligible purchases on your trust card in a month, which uh, Danny mentioned at the start. So in addition to that, you know, we think that simplicity, the lack of fees, and having no minimum balance requirement will really help us to stand out. Yeah, I think that's uh, certainly a point worth noting. Now, Trust Bank was launched in September this year and has been adjusting its products and services to incorporate customer feedback. How important is that? in terms of adapting to customer feedback because this latest move seems in line with that as well to stay ahead of what is a very competitive digital banking sector. 
Yeah, that's right. So listening to our customers' feedback and building around it is really, really essential to what Just is all about. We built out our, our launch offering around the, the extensive feedback and testing that we gathered from our users throughout this year, so during our pre-launch period. And this gave us loads of ideas and ways to improve our customer experience. So some of these, such as real-time in-app tracking of link points, were built into our launch offering. And it also led to some of the market-first innovations that we've introduced, such as uh, numberless credit card and the ability to use mm. one card for both credit and um, debit card transactions. So we, we think this ability to rapidly respond to customer feedback and build around it is something that will really help to differentiate us in, in as you rightly point out, what's a very competitive market. So Nick, along those lines of customer feedback, what have you been hearing on the ground in terms of what are customers asking for that banks have not been able to fulfill? Yes, certainly. One of the big things here is, is transparency and ease of use of banking services. And that's one of the things that we really built out into our launch offering. Okay. So I mentioned just now real-time tracking of link points. So this is something which on the face of it sounds very simple, but actually seeing where you are pretty much live, real-time in the app is something which really gives benefit to customers and, and gives them real value. So we, we got a lot of feedback around that during our testing period and, and that's something that we built into our launch proposition. I think on top of that, just having a very easy to use and delightful uh, self-serve experience within the app is really important. And we know that Singapore, you know, it's, it's a well-developed market and a lot of uh, a lot of the existing banks have put an awful lot of money into digitizing their existing services mm. uh, and they built you know, very strong digital offerings compared to other, other markets around the world. But we feel there's a lot more to go to really make that offering offerings easy to use mm. and relatively uh, relatively simple. Right. And that's, and that's really what we've been focusing on. So that testing period got a lot of feedback which, which allowed us to build around that. Gloria, coming to you next. The launch of Trust Bank back in September was undoubtedly a huge success, having seen sign-up taking off instantly to 100,000 newly joined customers aged 18 to 90 within the first 10 days. Some remarkable numbers there. And that's a remarkable feat, considering most banks would typically take a year to achieve that volume. Gloria, then, what were the main drivers of this success, do you think? Yeah, we are hugely grateful to our customers for their support to such an incredible and humbling response to our launch. In fact, just a week ago, our trust community has grown to over 300,000 people. We are very fortunate to have the backing of a unique partnership between Standard Chartered Bank and Fairprice Group because this brings together a trusted and reliable banking foundation with an extensive consumer ecosystem. And this incredible start has shown that with the right proposition, there can be a lot of interest and demand in digital banking. Ah, yes, of course. But on the other hand, I have to talk about both sides of the coin almost, right? What were some of the challenges <laughs> faced in reaching out, especially to those, you know, in the older generation or the less mm-hmm. tech-savvy crowd? Yeah, so Trust Bank is a bank for everyone in Singapore. Mm. So one of the challenges for us to overcome is really to help those who are less comfortable using digital banking to become more comfortable. There's no doubt that the pandemic has moved more people to using digital services, 100%. such as banking. Yeah, and, and, and we see this as a really positive outcome as it gives more options and it helps bring more convenience to people, right? But it's also clear from our first two months of operations that some people still have some concerns about going digital. Um, perhaps they're used to having face-to-face services. Um, maybe they haven't tried the digital ones. So with that in mind, uh, we, we are addressing these concerns in a few ways. Firstly, we've designed a digital experience that we think is easy to use. Like um, our onboarding process is a great example. It takes many of our customers just under four minutes to open a credit card account and under three minutes to open a savings account. I know what I'm doing after this. Right. Uh uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) We think this helps, but we also know that this is not enough for some of our customers. And so to help bridge the gap between traditional and digital banking, we've also opened a customer experience center 
right at the FairPrice Vivo City store. I understand it's more of an uh, experience centre, more than a store. Perhaps you can explain what the experience centre aims to do for trust bank consumers, not just trust bank consumers, but those who are sitting on the fence about it. Yeah, so the experience centre is it's not a store. Um, you're rightfully pointed. It's not a store. It's not a branch. Um, there are no bank tellers and, and customers won't be able to make transactions at the, at the experience centre. Uh, but what they can do is to come to the experience centre to seek help on how to use the Trust app and understand the range of services that um, that customers can self-serve. So in the first few days of our opening, we've already seen customers coming to our experience centre for all sorts of inquiries, ranging from how to view their statements via the Trust app uh, to how they can redeem the many digital coupons that Trust has been issuing to them. Our customers are very happy to know that we do have a 24-7 in-app chat and call function within the Trust app. So once we show them how to use it, they are, they are, they are just... Happy to know that um, they have 24-7 support. Uh, we hope all of these efforts will make them more comfortable to use digital banking services from the convenience of their homes or as and when they are on the go. Right, that's fantastic to know. I mean, like the outreach to get people to go digital in this day and age is ever more important. Now, uh, let's take a broader look at the overall market and perhaps the bank itself. You know, how has Trust Bank benefited from the inheritance of fair price customer base? Maybe Nick can answer to this. Yeah, sure. Thanks very much. So, I mean, first of all, we're really, really fortunate to have such a strong partnership behind us. Mm. It's, you know, Fair Price is obviously one half of it, and the other half is yeah. Standard Chartered, and they, they both bring enormous benefits to us uh, and, and also to our customers. So, I, I think just looking at Fair Price Group, you know, that ecosystem delivers more than one million customer experiences nationwide every day. Right. So, be, beyond that scale, there's also an incredible richness to that ecosystem, and that, and that makes a huge difference. So, just to put an example there, our customers can get a get a coffee in the morning with their friends. Yeah, they can go shop their evening dinner at the supermarket afterwards and in the evening they can purchase an insurance product after work if that's indeed what you choose to do in the evening. Right. So um, it's, it's also been, I think, very clear to us uh, since launch that, that trust not, is not just about banking. Mm. So, so in our first month, our customers enjoyed using coupons right. and there were over 120,000 digital coupons redeemed just in that first month. So, so that included about 11,000 breakfast sets at Copper TM and, and incredibly more than 60 tons of fair price rice. Yeah, I would say as well, I mean, given the credibility of fair price and standard charter debt, it has kind of built quite a huge popularity among the crowd, right? Yeah, that's right. And, and it's, it's a huge benefit to us. I mean, we covered fair price there, but I think with standard charter as well, it's, it's, it's a bank that's been in Singapore for more than 160 years. Yeah. Uh, and so we've got the benefit of that local knowledge but also the benefit that Standard Chartered has been setting up digital banks in other markets. So in Hong Kong, for instance, MOX, which, is, which has been very successful. So we've been able to draw on that experience, both the local expertise in Singapore, but also the experience of what it takes to set up a digital bank and, and to really make it um, work for, for our customers. Well, Nick and Gloria, you've certainly spent a lot of time giving us the insight into what TrustBank hopes to achieve. And we've heard plenty about the here and now, but we want to know what's in the pipeline for TrustBank. What can we look forward to? Yeah, I mean, Singapore is a hugely exciting market at the minute, and we're hopeful that the introduction of the digital bank will help to raise standards even further. So this, this should result in, in a whole lot more benefits for consumers, not just through the increased competition, but also through better experiences and inclusivity, which is really, really important to us. Uh, trust offering is, is really just that starting point, and I think this is something which really excites us. So as a digitally native bank, now, we're able to respond very quickly to feedback and build around that. So you should expect more from us over the coming months. We can't yet say exactly what that's going to be. We're looking forward to sharing that with you when it's, uh, when it's ready. But uh, it, it, rest assured, we're building out what we're uh, developing based on what our community tells us. And that's, that's something which really does excite us. 
Yeah, that's exciting to know, Nick. You have my number whenever you need. Anyway, <laughs> any plans for expansion abroad? Because it just seems like you talk about Singapore. I know that's a huge and exciting market, like you said. But is it even in the future, Trust Bank's future? I mean, right now, we know we're entirely focused on Singapore and, and there's so much to do here. There's so many opportunities. And that's, that's, that was sort of clear to us before we launched, but even more so now that we've received so much feedback and, and so many things to, to go and work on. So right now, no, absolutely not. We're, we're focused on Singapore. There's, there's so much to do here. and We're really excited about that opportunity. Absolutely fantastic. We're excited as well after you shed so much light on Trust Bank. We've been speaking to Nick Woodruff, Chief of Staff at Trust Bank, and Gloria Wong, Head of Growth at Trust Bank. Now, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Do keep it here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.